You are listening to episode 208 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where, listen, you're going to walk away with a super simple plan today. Let's do it. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. Well, hello, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing fabulous as always, and I don't think I'm mistaken. I think this episode is dropping on All Hallows' Eve. So to those of you who celebrate today the spookiness or the reverence for All Hallows' Eve, happy October 31st, everybody. And seriously, it's October 31st? Like for real, how is this happening? (laughs) I blinked in October happened. And yet, these days, it's so funny, my sister and I were just having this conversation about how like every day is a week and every week feels like a month and every month feels like a year. And hasn't this year been the longest decade of our lives? That kind of thing. And also, I think what it is, is like time is flying, but like so much happens every single day. Are we all ready for some precedented times? I think so. So... Today's episode is a putting together of, so with the exception of my interview two episodes ago with my ADHD coach, Megan, this is the fourth week of becoming your bestest client magnet. This is the fourth week of the Elevate Your Income series. So Elevate Your Income is my new marketing intensive We are in the middle of the original group and the second group actually starts tomorrow. Now, as of recording time, which is about eight days ago, we had six of those 10 spots sold. I don't know if we've got spots for November or not because these spots are selling. So either claim your November spot in case those four remaining spots have not gone in the last eight days or put yourself on the wait list because I pre-sold most of those spots or put yourself on the wait list for January because the group that we are having, the discussions that we are having are amazing. I mean, all of this stuff I've been sharing with you, right? What do you want to be known for? Why you and no one else? You know, your clear cut messaging, like what are you for sure going to talk about? And what are you for sure not going to be talking about? You know, that combination of what you want to be known for and then talking about it in the way that your audience is most going to relate to it. And then last week's episode, which was about the nurturing of relationships and being willing to continuously offer to people that I can help you and nurture those relationships and also remove yourself from the need of them to say yes. Like if you haven't had shit stirred up, like what is even happening? If you are doing this work correctly, for lack of better words, like if you're really doing it, it's stirring things up about what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. The conversations that we are having inside the marketing initiative are profound, would be the understatement. And this episode today 
is bringing what you've discovered together into a simplified plan. And it always amazes me when given the exactly do this and not that, how we will question what we think we know, how we will question the very things that we are so sure of and firm about in our life when we aren't talking to people, when we go to put this plan together, how we suddenly question everything. And here's what I want to offer to you. The questioning is normal because we have all, particularly those of us who have been socialized as women, we, we need to have it all together. We need to make sure all our I's are dotted and our T's are crossed. We need to ensure that we are the ones who are the, the best people to say this and to be able to, you know, all oh, this, you know, when we talk about speaking daring, when we talk about being bold about who we are, we can get to the 70th and 80th yard line. I'm that's not really a real place. I understand that. I know enough about sportsing to know that that's not the point, but there's a hundred yards, right? So just run with me here. We can get so close to the finish line, but sometimes we need that space to see why we aren't shooting for the stars, going after the moon, really stripping away all of the things that we really want to say and who we really want to be. The thing is, is what you really want to say and who you really are is what your audience wants to hear from you. That's what they want from you. And the people who don't want it, then we can let them go. So I'm going to offer to you today a really simple content plan and marketing strategy. But I also want to offer to you that this stirs up feels, even though it's actually it's so simple in construct. It's so simple to like here, you know, put this answer here, put this answer here, answer this question. That's your this. But it does stir up all the feels. And it's totally okay if it does. Because we are talking about doing what's super important to you, which feels super vulnerable. And that's why the marketing intensive itself creates that space where we can let that vulnerability come to the surface and not make you wrong and not make your audience wrong. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my goodness. I think the coaches in the group would agree. Like <laughs> the conversations, the conversations we could be having and all of this just because I say, all right, today we're going to do a simplified content plan. <laughs> like is a simplified content plan supposed to like maybe like question everything? So first we start with what we know already works. You can call these so many different, like you could just start with like what's working. Growth actions is kind of the more markety-y term, right? When I do this thing, I grow. So you want to start there. You want to start with what you already know. So growth actions, we're talking about like the things, right? Email marketing, running free trainings, sending weekly emails, speaking events, any of those ways that you meet people from that dating your bestest client episode. And I, if you did not already, I offered a freebie to you last week. Make sure you have downloaded that. 
amylatta.com forward slash meet people. So all of those options that you have, what do you already know works? And you want to answer the question of like, every time I do this thing, I make money. Or when I do this thing, I make money. For me, it's like when I run free trainings, I make money. When you interact with me on video and in person, I make money. Speaking events, I know I make money. I know that when people can experience me, I know that I make money. So I'm always thinking about like, that's what I want to be a cornerstone of my marketing strategy. Something that's really important. If you don't see a consistent Yeah, sure. I signed a client from this thing over here and I've signed a couple clients from this thing over here. It's not the numbers I want it to be. What I still want that that should still be on your list. What do you know that when you do X, you make money? And then we want to think about which of those actions do you love doing? Which ones do you not love doing? Which ones do you want to work and you haven't figured out yet, right? Because those all become things. If they create growth for you, you make money, they generate clients and you love doing it, you better make sure that's the cornerstone of your marketing plan, right? Like that should be the cornerstone of your marketing strategy. Which things do you know create money for you, but you don't love doing them? I'm going to really challenge you to question, do you have to? Now, if it's, I don't love talking to people, then (laughs) there's a whole separate conversation, right? But are you doing growth actions? Are you doing client generating activities, but you hate doing them? Maybe you can cross those off the list. They, They certainly shouldn't be the cornerstone of your marketing strategy, right? And then there comes the, which ones do you want to work? These might be those things that maybe, you know, you've signed one client here and three clients there, but you haven't, you don't see a consistent when I do X, Y happens. Those are the things you want to get the coaching on. Those are the things you want to ask, how can I figure this out? Those are the things that you want to maybe hire someone for, watch that training, read that book on how to get better at that thing and figure out what piece you are missing, right? So you want to look at these lists of what you know already creates clients. You want to think about the time that they take, how much you love doing them, which ones you know make you money. You want to make sure that you are including what makes you money and what you love as often as possible. Here's the thing, guys. I'm giving you the basics of how to create a marketing strategy. Your marketing strategy should be what you know creates clients and you love. That should be what you are doing the most activity day in and day out. Because then you can think about, What do you want to do every day? You want to look at that list of client generating activities. You want to look at those things, those growth actions that you know, and you want to think about what do I want to do daily? What do I want to do weekly? What do I want to do monthly? And what do I want to do quarterly? Guys, that's your simple marketing strategy. It's not hard. It's not hard, is it? Now you know why there was such a long introduction. It's not hard. And yet we will, well, I don't, is this right? Is this correct? Am I sure? What do you think? 
Is this okay? Is this not okay? Let me run it by some marketing guru. Simplify it. What do you know makes you money? Make sure you are doing more of that. (laughs) What do you do that doesn't make you money? Don't do that anymore or don't do it as much or get the coaching that you need so that it can become the thing that makes you money. So that is your simple marketing strategy. I promise you. When you fill your calendar with those activities daily, weekly, and monthly, and quarterly, you have a marketing strategy that will create more clients because it's based on what you know already works. And then the content plan, again, also can be super simple. In your content plan, you want to refer to the first couple episodes in this series what you're known for, your innovative focus, your process, if you have one, your core messages and your hot topics. These are your content buckets or your content pillars. Everybody has a different name for them. Your core messages, you want to be about 60 to 70% of your content. Your hot topics, you want it to be about 20 to 30% of your content. And that shit that makes you cool, you want it to be 10, no more than 20% of your content. So there's your content mix and your content bucket. These are questions that we've already asked in these previous episodes, right? What we asked in the why you and no one else and in your clear-cut messaging. That's where those answers are coming from. Now you can just look at it and you you know that just because there's something that you, you really love to talk about, but it's kind of shit that makes you cool or it's a hot topic, which isn't really the problems that you solved, you don't want that to be 75% of what you're posting. And right here, you can stop right there. You can use that sheet, pick one thing a day and write about it. And that's your content plan. It can be that simple. We could stop this episode right here. Your marketing strategy is what are you going to do daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly that you like doing that you know makes you money. (laughs) And if there are things, if you don't have those things figured out, then you're hiring that expert. You're bringing me on board. You're joining that marketing initiative. If you're a brand new coach, you're joining free to paid coach, or you're, you're watching a YouTube video or something to fill in the gap. So you get better at those things. That's your marketing strategy. Your content plan is what are your core messages? What are your hot topics? What are, is the shit that makes you cool? And make sure the bulk of what you're writing about comes from core messages and let your hot topics and the shit that makes you cool fill up the other 30%. Just pick one thing a day and write about it. There's your content strategy. Pick three things a day, write about it. The frequency of your content is up to you because right now I will tell you there's so many experts, particularly on Instagram, that are talking about like you need to be posting at least five times a day, uh, five to seven days a week. Not all of them, but the ones who aren't completely shitty will tell you that that is a privilege to be able to post that frequently. Most of the people telling you to do that either don't have families or they have caretakers or they have teams that do that for them, or, you know, they have no neurodivergence of any kind. You know, there are things that are in place that that is something that they can create. 
Is there truth to what they're saying? Sure. And also posting as much as you can post is better than not posting at all because you can't post five to seven times a day. (laughs) Pick something and share it. Make sure you have a minimum baseline of at least, you know, one thing a day or three times a week and build up from there. Now, where you are in your business is really going to depend on how frequently that you should. But if do not expect to go from zero to a hundred overnight, unless you have that team that can help you produce all of that content, all of a sudden, amazing, run with it. Most important message I want you to get from this is that your marketing strategy can be very simple and your content plan can be very simple. And as soon as you get wrapped up in any mind drama around frequency, if it starts shutting you down, I invite you to drop that. You can pick just one thing a day and run with it and call it a content plan. Do you want to go a little bit deeper? Perfect. To go a little bit deeper, we can start adding some content types. And what I mean by a content type is like, what kind of content is that? Is that a usable tip? So there are four content types that I recommend everybody be using, which is a usable tip. You know, it's like one thing they can implement right away. Questions that engage. Questions that engage should be easy to answer. If you are asking deep existential questions, that's not easy to answer and you're probably not going to get a lot of engagement from it except for from your, you know, ride and dies. So usable tips, questions that engage, what I would call a mic drop. You know, this might be like a hard truth that they need to hear or that controversial thing that they need to hear that kind of like screeching tires. They're usually short. They usually do not come from it with an explanation. (laughs) And then what I would call like a do this, not that. So they are doing this thing, here's something else that they can do instead, or highlight a controversial take. While everybody else is zigging, here's how you can zag instead. So each one of those core topics, you can just take one core topic and write it as a usable tip, write it as a question that engages, write it as a mic drop, write it as a do this, not that. One idea, four pieces of content. See? It can be very simple. I call this content creation magic. I just made that name up. And really, because all that it is, is our mind will tell us we have no ideas. And I actually put it into a spreadsheet form. The spreadsheet is something that you get. Mm, I don't know if I have, I don't put it in spreadsheet form for free to paid coach, but we do in the marketing initiative, or if you work with me one-on-one, which is basically your core messages running down the uh, left-hand side and your content types going across the top. So you have, let's just take like a general, idea that you might have. And then I invite you to write that into, you just plug it into the spreadsheet so that if an idea comes to me throughout the day, I might jot it down on a, on a note or in a notes app. But once I created that spreadsheet, I can just drop it right into there. And I end up with this spreadsheet that has just a ton of content ideas, just a ton Because for every core message or every hot topic, I have the different content types that I can then share one idea four different ways. And there are even more content types. I don't want to over like, again, this is supposed to be about simplifying. 
So there are more content types, such as you might use that core idea as and, sh and share it as social proof or testimonial, right? So you take that core idea, but you're sharing it through the example of a client story. You might have a resource for them. It, you might just share a mindset or inspirational, but notice that mindset or inspirational post is not one of the core four that I suggest. That's the kind of stuff that is now on plaques at the clearance rack on Target. And you don't want that to be a significant portion of what you're sharing with the world because they've seen that, they've heard that. People are looking for usable information. They're using, they're looking for questions that stimulate their mind. They want to be able to add to the conversation. They love those mic drops that have them go, tell me more. They love hearing like the thing that they could be doing that they aren't currently doing or the thing that you do different that goes against the grain of whatever one else. Any other type of content, whether it be fun and humorous, whether it be a testimonial, by all means, if you have testimonials, mix that baby in there too. But your your mindset inspirational content, I really, I cannot stress enough. That should not be the bulk of the content that you share. Simply because that's the kind of thing, I call it inspirational porn. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that people go, oh yeah. And then they scroll on, which is different than a mic drop, right? A mic drop, they go, oh, whoa, tell me more. An inspirational post or a mindset focused post gives them maybe a little warm fuzzy inside, but it rarely, rarely does it compel them to ask more questions. By all means, you might have more ideas of different types of content. I have a column for sales specifically on mine also. But the, again, usable tip, questions that engage, mic drops and do this, not that. Because though, here's the thing. Now we can talk about content formats. Whoa, 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 whoa. So like a little mental health check here. Sometimes our, if, if we have crossed the line of like, whoa, 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 I'm already, okay, I've got this, I've got that. We're trying to keep this simplified as possible. But a content format is a reel or a TikTok, a written post, a live, a story or email, you know, emails, graphics, memes. So a content format is just the format with which you are delivering that piece of content right? Is it a written social post? Is it a carousel? Is it a reel? In the marketing initiative, we go over like the varieties of ways, all of the varieties, all of the formats that you can choose from. And obviously you want the best format to use is the one that's already working for you, right? So start there and then you can add another one. And once you get the hang of that, then you can add another one. We've been having this conversation a lot in free to paid coach with coaches who have, you know, they finally have gotten into the rhythm of making a lot of written social posts, social media posts, and they've gotten into the rhythm of writing emails and they want to start doing video, but it makes them very nervous. So then we talk about doing what I would call a no face reel where you go and you shoot B-roll. B-roll is just, B-roll is when you're watching a news program and the reporter is not on screen talking. You can hear their voice, but you're looking at a car driving down the street or people walking into a building. That's called B-roll. It's so simple to shoot B-roll on your phone. Like every day you could be capturing 
something from your life that can be used as B-roll. Frequently, I have a camera on me when I'm recording this. You have seen those reels of me talking into a microphone. Yes, I'm really recording the podcast. A video that's, you know, you shoot video of you typing into your computer. There's I have so much video of my dog Lou wandering in the grass or the trees or architecture or you are just walking down a street. It's a great way to introduce yourself into a new content format like a reel without you having to put your face on there if you're not ready to. So content formats are just, all you have to do is look at Instagram and see the varying ways that people present their content. So you can take one core topic, share it as a usable tip, as a question, as a mic drop, as a do this, don't that. And then you can share each of those. One is a social media post, one is a reel, one is a carousel, one is a recorded video, one is a live. And all of it comes from one idea. And you can have an endless combination. So again, the simplest way that I suggest doing this is start with where you are already comfortable. Start with where you know already works. Take your core messages, your hot topics, your shit that makes you cool. Pick one thing a day and run with it. Share that one thing as a usable tip, a question that engages, a mic drop, and a do this, not that. And then share that one tip in those four different ways, in a format that you are already comfortable using. And then I challenge you to add a new format. I challenge you. That is one thing. I'm going to challenge everybody. And that might be the thing I ask of you. That I actually ask you to email me. That I actually ask you to interact with me on social media. Is what's the new format you're going to try? I'm going to challenge all of you to try a new format. If you've been doing tons of written work, and you've not done a video, I'm going to invite you to try video. And if you aren't ready to put your face on the screen, I'm going to invite you to try a no face reel. Go to my Instagram and you will see a variety of formats that I have shared. So I invite you to pick one thing that you haven't done and add it to your content plan this week. Now, the last piece of this is where we talk about hooks. So inside your content plan, hooks are... A hook is exactly what it sounds like. It is the thing that catches you. It's the hook that catches the fish in the mouth and pulls them back out of the water. The hook is the thing that stops the scroll. I frequently use the term scroll stopper because that's what a hook does is it stops the scroll. You are competing for eyes and ears in a crowded market. You can't just say, hey guys, how you doing? I'm just going to drop in here. That is not going to capture someone's attention, right? You want to hook them immediately. Otherwise, they are scrolling on by. Because your messaging can be on point and you could be talking directly to the ideal person that you need to be talking to. But if they haven't stopped the scroll, they're not going to hear it. And it can be the first line in your social media post. It might be the first spoken line in a reel or TikTok. It might be the text on the screen. It might be the subject line of your email, text on the first graphic in a carousel. It might be the name of your free training. Now, there is a way to create your own personalized hooks, but I have another freebie to offer you. 
I know there's two possible freebies you could sign up for. And that is my 76 hooks that stop the scroll. Do you want it? All you got to do is download it. Go to amylatta.com forward slash hooks. And you can download 67 hooks that will stop the scroll plus a way that you can create your own personalized hooks. Literally, I could have written 27, 67. I could have come up with 150. There's really no end to the number of hooks that you can come up with because also you'll notice that your hook can come off of the core message. It can come off of that usable tip. It can be just a rephrasing of that question that engages. There's no end to it, but you want to make sure that you get comfortable using hooks. And this is where I'm going to pause again. Nothing I've shared with you today is truly revolutionary. Nothing. Like, how do you create a content plan? How do you create a marketing strategy? There's no reinvention of any wheels in this episode. I'm going to be the first one that tells you that. But what happens is when you start implementing hooks, when you've never used hooks before, it's going to feel very jarring and uncomfortable. When you stop posting so much inspirational and mindset focused work, and you start coming out of the gate with mic drops and questions that actually engage and tips that they are actually going to use, it's going to stir up the feels. When you put that marketing strategy together based on what you know is already makes money for you and is based on what you love, you're going to start questioning it about whether or not it's correct or if it's not correct. That's where that secondary piece is so important is having someone by your side and or it doesn't have to be me. It can be just brilliant self-coaching on your part, but being able to notice what is stirred up when you implement this work. I love doing this work. I could make marketing strategies all day long. On Thursday, we're doing another co-working session and everybody's bringing what they want to brainstorm. We're going to be brainstorming hooks. We're going to be brainstorming emails and launch plans. I mean, I can do this all day long. I love it. But on Tuesdays, we talk about the shit that gets stirred up by making these decisions. We talk about the worries of how we're going to be perceived when we come out of the gate. No holds barred. Because we've been socialized to ask permission, to people please, to make sure that it's okay. It astounds me. When I say it astounds me, even the most successful people, I'm putting myself on that list (laughs) of how much I still have that. That conversation that goes through my head that says, really, Amy, are you sure? Are you sure the one that says, really, Amy, you're going to do an entire episode on simplified content plan and marketing strategy, and it's not going to be like some revolutionary plan. In fact, it's going to be so simple and people don't, it's going to be so simple. They're going to be like, I could come up with that. So you probably shouldn't record the episode at all. And you definitely shouldn't make it like the, like a week for topic. You probably shouldn't even be talking about this at all. Do you see what happens? Right. But that's all the more reason why you should go say it because somebody needs to hear you say that. Somebody needs to hear your core message come out of your mouth, through your filter, through your life experience, and it's going to land on them in a way no one else can. That's exactly why you need to. 
all of the doubts that are in your head. It's exactly why it needs to be done. And it needs to come out in your flavor and your vibe and your essence. All of that stuff that we talked about in the why you and no one else. Your vibe and your energy and the words that you use and and the, the presence that you have. That is what the world needs. Coming up with a content plan and a marketing strategy can be as complicated or as simple as you want it to be, but the basic principles still apply. And that is what do you love? What do you actually enjoy doing? What do you know that already works and makes you money? Go do more of that and go do less of the shit that's not working. And go get coaching on the stuff you actually want to work and see if you can't figure out how to make that work. Now, I think it's going to be the very next episode, but the week five topic is pricing for income and we're going to be talking a little bit more. We're going to be bringing up some of the topics that we had with my CEO, Mark Butler, around, you know, should you hire somebody to help you with some of those things? Depends on, that's a whole separate episode. We're going to bring some of those concepts back again in the pricing for income. We're going to be revisiting a lot of the topics that I had with my CEO, Mark. But for right now, just if you are noticing, and that's the point of this one question that is, what client generating activities do you want to work but haven't figured out yet? That might be a great indicator of what you maybe should or should not hire. Is that money worth spending? A lot of that's going to come from that question right there. Okay? All right. So two things. If you know that you want 67 hooks to stop the scroll, Go to amylatta.com forward slash hooks. And if you didn't download last week's freebie, amylatta.com forward slash meet people. You'll get both of them delivered. One of them, the meet people, is going to get you that list of where to go and meet people based on what works for you. Not even based on what works for you. Yes, what works for you, but what vibes with you. That's what I really mean by what works for you. Where are you already naturally comfortable? What are all the best? Like, what are you already really great at and not great at? And match where to go meet people based on that. And these 67 hooks, these are hooks that work. These are hooks that you can use in multiple ways. The download will tell you exactly what you can do with them and even how to create some of your own. So go download both things. If you didn't already download the Meet People, definitely download the new 67 Hooks, amylada.com forward slash hooks. And if you want to do this work inside of a group, the next marketing initiative starts tomorrow. It's going to be the only Wednesday group that I currently have planned. It's Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. I did specifically choose that time because I do have a client who lives in Melbourne, Australia. And that was, <laughs> she very graciously asked if I could do at least one other time. So I am doing that November group Wednesday at 3 p.m. The January group will be back at least right now, Tuesday at 1 p.m., which is what the current group is. So reach out to me. Is this work you want to be doing? Do you want to have these answers once and for all? Do you want to be able to do this work for yourself and get the coaching that you need and, and have the brainstorming along with a group of nine other coaches plus me 
Get yourself in the marketing intensive. We start the November group tomorrow and the January group will be coming up next. You want in? Make sure just send me an email. Just send me an email. Amy at amylatta.com. Now I've sent you three different things. I'm already violating the rules of marketing by sending you three different places. <laughs> For sure, download the hooks. If you, if you, if you go do only do one thing, amyletta.com forward slash hooks. I can't wait to see you start implementing this work from the past few weeks. As I was sharing in the marketing initiative, the first four weeks, that's the bulk of this work. It, that's the marketing or intensive part, right? It is the, let's get all of this defined, who you are, let's start implementing it and putting it out into the world. And then the next four weeks, we do introduce new topics, but it's more for your long-term planning in term, because it's elevate your income marketing intensive. So we want to actually come up with a plan that elevates your income and we want to come up with a plan that elevates you and your audience. So the first four weeks are this intensive marketing work, while the remaining four weeks are about your pricing and your, your calendaring, how you spend your time, how you price your work, feminist marketing swaps, you know, are not depleting you and not depleting your, your audience and ensuring that your business practices are elevating both you your income, and your audience based on the work that we create in those first four weeks of why you and no one else, clear-cut messaging, dating your clients, and putting it all together in a simplified plan. This is perfect for you. If you know people already want your coaching, you know that you have something of value to offer, you aren't worried about learning how to get better at the sales aspect per se, you want to hone your message and go all in on your specific people, you want to be able to create that same money with less hustle, less strife, and you want to be able to see that vision of creating a business that pays for the life you want outside of your business. You want actual personal income. That's what we're doing inside Elevate Your Income Marketing Intensive. And if that's what's the work you want to do, let me know. Either way, every single one of you can use this work I'm sharing on the podcast and start implementing it right now and make this work happen for you. We have two months left in this year and all of 2024 and all of the rest of your business life ahead of you. There's no reason to wait. There's no rush and everything in between. You are not in a race. You are not too late. One step forward every single day. Let's do it. I cannot wait to see what you create in the world. And I'll talk to you next week. Coach, it's time to sign your first free client, your first paid client, your next client, and to learn how to do it consistently and having a hell of a lot of fun along the way. This is exactly what you're going to do in Free to Paid Coach. It's the only program giving you step-by-step -step what to do to become a paid coach and step-by-step -step how to handle the roller coaster emotions that come with doing what you need to do to become a paid coach. If you know you can't not do this life coaching thing, but believing that you can do it, handling rejection, and remembering how to do all of those things shuts you down, 
The free to paid coach community is waiting for you. Find everything that you're looking for inside. It's only $1,000, payments are available, and then you are in forever. Visit amylatta.com forward slash FTPC to join us right now. See you inside. Let's get paid, coach. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.